Hi, and welcome to another interview at the Back to College Summit. I'm Susanna, the host, and this time I'm going to talk to Julia about being a green student. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. So we're going to talk about sustainability, right? Um, but can you, uh, can you introduce yourself a little bit first? Okay, so um, I just graduated from college this last spring, and I majored in environmental policy and philosophy, politics, and law. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I would say it's mostly NVI, um, a little bit of poli science and philosophy, obviously. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. And while I was on campus, I was in a bunch of different um, groups that were partly sustainability focused. Um, I moved around to a lot of different kinds of things. I did some policy stuff, um, but I really got a, a good broad range of experience. Mm -hmm. uh, joining you know a bunch of different stuff um that really helped shape my view of sustainability and that kind of thing going forward so yeah, yeah. all about me <laughs> that's cool yeah I mean um I wasn't always sustainability focused it kind of came kind of during high school a little bit and then mostly from like other people's opinions and YouTube videos kind of movies and then I kind of got into it and I'm like really passionate about the topic so I'm really excited to talk to you about this today yeah it's gonna so be great I oh sorry I was going to say, I also, um, I, in high school, I went to an early college program that was uh, clean tech focused. So I majored in um, clean energy there. And that what was inspired me to uh, study that in college. So Oh, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. All right. So let's get started with like kind of like the basics. So not everyone is a CWD focused. So why should people care about this? What, what are your opinions on that? Um, so, I mean, I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. Um, it's definitely growing more in the mainstream, which is great. Um, but I think one thing that gets lost a lot is the the fact that sustainability and sustainable focused practices affect people today. There's a lot of talk about, you know, doing this for the future or doing it for your future kids and things like that. And it's not to like discredit those because they can be really good motivators for people. And they're definitely valid reasons to want to take care of anything in any situation, like the stuff you own or whatever. Um, but sustainability is really um, a very broad concept and its impacts are affecting people that are alive today, right. um, even more than we might realize, probably people we know. Um, so even if you aren't aware of that, uh, it's definitely still making an impact on your community. And as we move closer to the future, it's only going to become more present in our daily right. lives. No, I totally agree. Like, it's not just like in the future, it's already here. Like there's plastic waste like everywhere in the ocean already. Like we need to stop right now, you know, like we need to act like as right. soon as possible. Um, yeah. And like, you know, I live in Switzerland right now. Like I moved everywhere. Like I've lived in like four countries, but like here, especially in the skiing season, when it's winter, it's melting so much faster. Like I notice it oh. and it just makes me so upset. So like, I don't, I don't know. But like no yeah no sometimes it's hard to recognize if um it hasn't affected the circles that you live in I think that's right. you know that's the part of like privilege that people talk about is that if you can afford to not work to reduce your impact or make a positive impact then that shows that the the areas of life that you occupy um are further away from the impacts of yeah. climate change and things like that. So. Like it depends on your area. Like not everything gets affected the same way. So mm -hmm. the effects are harder and like, you know, like the Philippines where there's a lot of like typhoons and stuff happening, 
versus like I don't know what other place (laughs) no right I mean I live in upstate New York so even before I get anything the most we get is like um a lot of snow or like more severe snowstorms yeah but it doesn't feel that like as different because we're used to having large uh, bouts of snow um but I'm also like pretty close to New York City so if they're if they're gonna feel it first you know with the oceans particularly but um it still affects people that live where I live also all right so we're back after a little location change (laughs) sorry we're being or adapting or being adapting all right so yeah um so like we just mentioned like sustainability is a big big um important thing that everyone should um aim to improve on but we do know that college students have a lot of challenges already like you know adjusting to college making friends getting good grades and all that stuff but um yeah what are some ways to make easy swaps like some easy things to change in your lifestyle to be more sustainable i think the most important part, um, especially if you're just entering college or maybe like are moving off campus and it's going to be different, um, is finding your routine first. It's very hard to like try to adapt in your routine when you don't really have one. So you have to find out like what works for you um, and try to notice what you prefer to do. Like if you prefer to get your coffee somewhere else or maybe you prefer to make it at home, then that will influence the kinds of changes you make. Right. Um, but then after that, um, before you buy anything, it's it's always best, I think, to see if you can use anything that you have. Um, so if you, like, there's those things that are very trendy, like the um, transportable cutlery wraps, which are, like, super adorable. Um, but if you have metal silverware, uh, if you have metal silverware already, um, you can use that and just take it with you, you know, tie it up, even, like, get a cute napkin to put it in. Um, I made one with my like sewing machine. I had some scrap fabric and I made like little pockets for it to go in. Um, but it's less about buying and it's more about reducing consumption and working with your own natural flow um, to find solutions because no one's sustainability is ever going to look the same mm-hmm. and it should look the same. We all have different needs and what you need to do to, you know, make everything match your needs um, is the most important because at the end of the day, it is a it's a human focused idea um and it's about work being in harmony with the systems instead of um just extracting from them and uh taking more than we need yeah that's a really good point i feel like um many times like you have all these like eco-friendly products and you're like let's go and buy everything but then you buy again like sometimes that can be good like for toothbrushes for example or like for things that you need to swap out anyways, like the next time you need a new shampoo, get a shampoo bar, or next time you need a toothbrush, get a bamboo toothbrush or like an electronic one that you can use for longer. But yeah, yeah I agree with that. Yeah, it's definitely, it's good to take the pressure off thinking that you need to do it right away mm-hmm. and just actually looking at what is going to be most beneficial for you um, because those are gonna be the most impactful if you don't feel like they're stressful and yes. you feel like you can them up over the long term yeah and also don't don't forget that this is a journey it's not supposed to be like a set state like in a few weeks like this is a journey right improve you don't have to be perfect you just do the best you can and that's all you can do (laughs) yes definitely all right a little intervention here if you want to participate in bingo and you want to take off the box that you watch a presentation and this is the one you chose um this is the word for this presentation so it's uh penguins because (laughs) 
we all love penguins and they live in the Arctic. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on with the questions. So um, many people think that being sustainable is expensive. I feel like that's so wrong. I mean, obviously there is items that are expensive, but what are some of like the swaps that you made that actually saved you money? Um, yeah, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier with like reducing first. Mm -hmm. um, when you get into the sustainability focused mindset, uh, you start to realize that, you know, there's a high chance that a lot of things we do are just unnecessary. Yeah. And um, when we reduce those first, that will save us money right away. Um, for example, like it's maybe, you know, step one in sustainability is bring your own cup to the coffee shop, right? Um, but maybe step two is making your own coffee at home. And if you do the math on those, it actually saves you more money to make your coffee at home. I'm currently in um, the phase two where I buy like the pre-made coffee from uh, like a Walmart or wherever, because, you know, you got it. It's fine to shop at Walmart. It's fine, <laughs> you know? Um, and that thing cost me $5, but it lasts me like four days instead of spending $5 a day, every day getting coffee. Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't feel like you can just start brewing coffee at home, you could try to look for the intermediate steps to go down and it becomes um, much more of a, a much more adaptable um, system, like I was saying earlier. Okay. As for other things that have saved me money, um, I think actually I use um, bar soap. I know, so revolutionary, right? But to wash my hands. <laughs> and I bought a bar of soap last spring um, for my bathroom and I have not run out yet. I have not purchased soap <laughs> in over a year because the bar, like it's very small now, but um, especially when you're living on your own, if you can um, just buy what you need, it will and take care of it. It'll last you a lot longer. I find that with, yeah. with I soap, coffee, um, thrift. I mean, thrifting's become very popular recently. And if you don't jump to the um, overconsumption mindset there, then that can save you money also. Um, but sometimes it's easy to justify, you know, oh, I can afford more um, because everything costs less. So I definitely think it's more of a mindset shift um, when you're looking for ways to save money than it is about um, trying to find the best ways to hack because those things are going to go hand in hand. Most right. Also, like, I know bigger items seem to be like a lot of money up front, like an investment, like a coffee machine or like a good pair of jeans that you actually get from like a sustainable like denim fabric, right? Like they're more expensive, but you also have them for like years and years. You don't have to buy a new pair of jeans like every year. So that saves right. so much money actually. And like, especially college students, like we don't have that much money up front, but if you save up and then buy that big thing, you're gonna save money in the future, I promise you. <laughs> yes, I, um, yeah, I got a job this year. Um, and I worked at a secondhand clothing store, which is really um, nice situation for me. I got this there, um, but uh, that got me a discount too. And I was able to buy like higher quality basics. Um, it's kind of hard if like you, you, your body might change or you don't know like what you're going to be into, but if you find there's something that you really like and you're really comfortable in it, it is definitely worth investing in and taking care of it in the long run and yeah. i agree i would say that for for anything that we buy um th there's some stuff that's you know like just buy the buy the lower brand or whatever like pasta the yeah. same but um <laughs> not orange juice i have to say don't skip on orange juice but 
there are some things that they're very much worth if you can save up for it or even if you can just delay it with um like having a credit card not like overdrafting but I found that it was easy for me to do that where like I could buy something one week and just pay it with my paycheck the next week Mm -hmm. Um, that's a different you know conversation of being money smart uh, but it does the the investment uh, side of things yeah some things are not even as expensive like I got this safety razor and I know they seem scary at like at first but if you get used to them they are so much better than normal razors and they're like sustainable because you can just use the blades like the metal blades and they're so much better and they're also not that much more it's like 15 or 20 dollars for one like safety razor and the the blades are so much cheaper than the you know the blades that you just put in like the good ones they're like 10 but you get like 10 for 100 now so it's like right. not bad so if yeah. you do your research you can do these swaps for not that much more money than you would for buying your usual tools definitely and even with the razor one i haven't um, transitioned to a safety razor yet because i'm trying to like use all the razors that i've ever bought before yeah. <laughs> i'm still working through them yeah um but i have at points gotten like um like the joy razors where you just take you switch out the top mm-hmm. um like that's that would be like a middle step for that one right that is a middle step <laughs> yeah but so you can cut down that way but yeah I like that that's that's true yeah so there is a lot of like things that go into being sustainable it's not just like swabs there's also like meat consumption there's transportation there's like carbon footprints and stuff like that so um to get to like carbon footprint like transport kind of things what can students do there to like reduce their impact this is a, um, a harder question, I think, because it really depends on what kind of school you go to. Um, I went to a school where everything on campus was in the center as a circle, and then everyone lived outside the center. Um, so it was very convenient, and you could walk everywhere. Um, and they did have buses, and freshmen weren't allowed cars on campus. So I think that did force me to um, adapt to like the bus system and... Uh, you know, I lived right near all my classes, so I was going to walk anyway. Um, but I think, I mean, if you are able to walk and um, you, you know, it's not going to be a hindrance to anything else in your life, I definitely recommend it. It's good for, you know, just going outside is so good for you. Um, I like to listen to like music and podcasts. I love like the commute time. I know it's something we've kind of lost with uh, quarantine for the most part. And um my brother's going to college this year, so he is looking forward to that. Um, but I definitely think that apart from saving uh, the carbon too, um, you know, as compared to using your own car, if you can learn how to use a bus system, I think that's really just a good skill to have in general. I know a lot of people in my school shied away from it because it was confusing at first. Um, but I learned how to use the buses and it, it really like, it makes you feel a little bit more free. It makes you feel like you can go and do things on your own time. Um, I didn't have a, a space where I, oh, I, didn't me. I didn't have uh, a city where I was like on, I, I would have used subways or anything. So that didn't apply to me. Um, but if you can use public transportation, I definitely, definitely recommend doing it um, just for convenience, knowing how to do it and your, your carbon impact. Right. Um, definitely. And also if you know how to ride a bike, then use a bike maybe like yeah get them from like secondhand or like thrift stores or something like if it's convenient like if you live like near a highway it doesn't make any sense but like like in a campus co- college or something it would maybe make sense for you so you can look into that as well maybe 
and you know now um like uh rollerblading is trendy skateboarding is kind of like back into the mainstream so i didn't personally have um a, a longboard when i lived on campus um but i think it would have been really fun to do if i had lived there and i get to get my longboard from like a uh, sustainable company from arbor collective if you want to buy a longboard or skateboard skateboard um <laughs> recommend. uh <laughs> but yeah i think that's really, it's just like it saves you time. I knew a girl who rollerbladed a class every day, even before it was popular. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> there's lots of options, you know, cool. whichever one is most comfortable for you and you can still make it to class on time. So yeah. Awesome. Another big thing is um, like dairy and meat consumption. Like many people don't even know that that's like one of the main industries that produces the most pollution. And it's obviously unethical, but like not everyone can go vegetarian or vegan. Like I'm not. But I try to like have like some meat days, try to have some vegetarian days. That's how I would do it. Do you have any tips for those like college students who don't have that many options to go like vegan or something? Yeah, I, I um, especially in the last few years have shifted on uh, the vegan vegetarian uh, omnivore debate, I guess. Um, my first year of college, I was just vegetarian. And then I've been uh, vegan ever since after that. Um, <laughs> But I definitely did struggle uh, with eating on the, in the dining halls the first, uh, even just the first year as a vegetarian. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think my my biggest tips for reducing those kinds of things are to one to try new foods first. Um, if you're thinking about you know not eating meat anymore, you want to have a good backup of like recipes and foods that you like to eat that don't involve meat before you try to get rid of it. Otherwise you're going to feel stuck and you're going to eat the same thing every day. Like I did. From the <laughs> um, I definitely did not do this before I went, jumped in and tried to eat uh, no meat. So <laughs> I would definitely recommend. Um, second, I would say set like a concrete goal. Um, that's usually like a common tip for people. But if you just say, um, I want to reduce dairy or I want to reduce meat, it's going to be a lot harder to stick to than say, if you say, I'm going to let myself eat meat three times a week or something. Um, and then you can keep track of that and hold yourself to it versus like, Oh, I think I reduced it this week. Um, but you're not really sure. And third, um, talk to the people in your dining hall. I, this is, I think the best thing for me because I was encouraged to go vegan by people who already were at school, which is very nice. And we spent a lot of time talking to um, like the head chefs at the dining halls and, you know, asking what their options were, what they could buy for us, or if they could, you know, try to add more things to the rotation um, every day. And that actually did result in a lot of changes for us. They started buying vegan cheese and like um, imitation like meat burgers. And every day on the rotation for like the hotline, they would mark one meal as vegan um, when they didn't do that originally. So now that I'm graduating, like I'm, I'm a little jealous because the dining calls have like free ice cream and like all these options now. Cool. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you guys, but <laughs> we did not have that. Um, but that just shows that like just getting that conversation going, like, um, you know, the chefs want to be creative. The chefs are nice people. And if you just tell them like what you're interested in and what kind of food you're looking for, um, you might you might uh, make a lot more change than you initially expect. 
that's such a good tip I didn't never thought of that like one of my friends who was an exchange student at my college she was vegetarian and whenever we went to eat like she struggled so hard to find something like she literally always ate salad and like whenever like there was this person who was serving food like sometimes it was a special like taco day you know and she was just like oh no meat for me like or like I'm vegetarian and she, they were like what is vegetarian it was like oh, funny, but... <laughs> oh my god yeah definitely like oh. ask them or like tell them what it is <laughs> I've gotten that question many many times like so what can you eat I'm like, actually a lot of things just <laughs> seems <laughs> but yes I feel for your friends yeah uh, you don't realize like how much stuff it's in until you stop eating it and then you're like everything has meat and cheese in it I don't I'd never even realized yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so the last big topic like under sustainability like of course we can't cover everything because this is a short <laughs> interview but um the next thing would be like plastic waste um I know we talked a lot about this already like kind of a little swaths but like what are some more things that students can do to like reduce your plastic waste um I would say that besides the swaps that you're talking about um one uh actually different way to do this is to buy more clothes with natural fibers Mm -hmm. um instead of polyester like rayon which is made with uh synthetics and when you wash them actually puts uh, microplastics into the water stream. Um, you can also get like one of those um, fiber catcher bags. So you put your clothes in there when you wash them and then it catches the plastic from going in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, additionally, like, you know, with laundry, instead of buying Tide Pods, if you can, like, I know my, my family has like um, an allergy to certain detergents, so they're very limited, but um, I do buy liquid detergent. So if you can buy a liquid detergent and reduce um, individually packaged things as much as you can, definitely think that's a good idea there's also like Um, these dryer sheets that are like plastic free and they're called earth breeze or something i don't know i haven't seen those (laughs) i've seen them but like i never tried them because i just never got to i always had this like big thing to use up yeah i think honestly the more i think about um the ways i tried to reduce plastic in college um the more it was the more it shifted to like asking administrations to change what they gave us, mm-hmm. um, you know, we did have plastic and metal silverware options and, you know, it would be more, you know, it's helpful that we could take the metal silverware back to our room and it would return to the dining hall because if you had to take something to go, um, you didn't have to do that. I did bring my own containers to places. Um, it depends. Like some schools have a buffet style, which is like very convenient. I didn't have that. We paid for what we took. So it didn't really work the same exact way. Um, but if your school allows you to do that, like bring your own container. Um, but I do know that's very hard because you can't really wash dishes most of the time, depending on what style of room your room is. Yeah. I didn't really think where that was possible. Um, so, I mean, to be fully honest, I know this isn't like, you know, the typical answer, but that might be a thing that maybe you just don't worry about for a year, you know, like you have your, your bottle and your, um, your silverware set and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just like focus your energy to other things. And I think sometimes people like get so stressed. They like feel bad with like every single mm-hmm. piece of plastic they throw away. I um, that it, it makes it not fun. It makes yeah. it uh, really discouraging. And 
it, it's true that like if whatever you reduce does make a difference. Um, but it would make more of a difference if you took that stress and, you know, like ask your administration to like implement um, a, a container. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> a container swap system. Yeah. You know, think. Um, so, yeah, I think with that, just do what you can. Um, but establish your systems, find what you can reduce, but don't don't uh, let yourself stay up at night. Yeah. Thinking about that's a really cool tip. Thank you so much for that. So talking about like asking administration, it can be really helpful to like get involved in college to like make a bigger change. So I was the eco club. Um, I was like the secretary in it. So like nice. I felt like I could make a bigger change if I was actually part of an organization like that. Is there yeah. anything else that students can like join or like kind of look out for in their college to like make a bigger impact? On campus, I definitely was the person who freshman year just like joined everything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> tried to like I wanted to see what I really like to do you know Mm -hmm. um which I think is a good idea you can go to whatever you like and see what really connects with you um and every school is gonna have different clubs like through the eco club I had some that were more policy based like I was talking about earlier and I had some that focused on like campus action specifically um there was one group that was more about food and they worked with the dining halls on campus so I think if you already know what you're interested in, finding a group that aligns with that as much as possible is going to be the, the best thing you can do because you're really going to be motivated. Um, but if not, I really think it's it's it doesn't hurt to, you know, try all of them for a little bit and see which one calls to you, see where you feel like you can really use your talents and use your voice to make an impact um, because they do all sorts of different stuff. Um, the one that campus, they would host like river cleanups, which was like fun yeah. and like, you know, a day of direct action. Um, but another group would like, do workshops on how to advocate for policy, how to go and lobby for things. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever you feel like you can give your energy and your heart to is going to be the best um, route to navigate, I think. That is such a good tip. So let's get to some resources. Um, what are some resources or where can students find out more about this topic? Oh, there's so many resources. Um, I know that there is a lot of stuff on Instagram, which is really great. Uh, it's very accessible, um, easy to find, easy to save for later. Um, I also know for one thing, there's like a lot of stuff on Pinterest. I, oh, my heart goes Pinterest. A lot of put, you know, put all their work on there and they hope you see it. So if you're looking for ideas, if you search on Pinterest, I almost guarantee they're going to be there. On Instagram, there is like intersexual environmentalists. Um, they're is um black girl environmentalists uh there's black girls checking there's so many groups online and one thing that i like to do if there's like a group that you um really align with or you really like a lot um for example i did this recently with the group atmos a-t-m-o-s uh they send in a newsletter a newsletter uh every week but oftentimes if you go to who's following them um other environmental groups will follow each other so if you're looking for a different or more specific groups, um, that's definitely a good avenue. Um, but besides that, I think that just trying to keep up with news is really good. There's a lot of great podcasts. Um, the Green Dreamer podcast by Command Change is very good. Um, and there's just, I just, there's, we're in like a blossom right now of content about this, especially sustainability content. Um, 
you know, sustainably vegan and shellbizzle on YouTube. There's so whatever format you like, um, it's definitely out there. So just don't be afraid to be very specific in your Google searches. I'm sure someone has the content you're looking for. Um, but another thing is if you, if you are looking for a resource and you have maybe one creator that you particularly like or a group that you particularly like, um, ask them to make it for you. Cause honestly, like as a creator, you probably know too, like if someone's looking for something specifically and you feel you can help them with that, it's, it, it feels really good. And you know that, um, your audience is going to be looking for that. So if you say, hey, like, if you have time, could you make a resource or a guide about this? Um, especially if they're a little bit smaller, they might see it, um, you know, earlier and may be able to work on it. But it never hurts to ask. And it'll definitely help uh, continue the conversation of what kind of things that people who may not be uh, continually involved in the green space would be looking to learn about. Yeah. Thank you so much for those resources. I'm going to make sure to link them below. Also, um, you have a printable for us, right? Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, I do. I put together a little graphic. Um, I've been playing around with like my editing style. It's kind of similar to um, what my graphics look like on like my YouTube and things like that. But it's just a little um, in half. I love printable uh, that you know reminds you of different ways to engage with environmentalism and like things that you can do um, every day. I included stuff like uh, even you know, fighting for racial and social justice because those are inherently tied in with uh, environmental justice and things like that. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a cute little graphic. I hope you like it. Um, oh, and yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for talking to me today. That was really interesting. And we got to learn some really cool tips and swaps for students. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. I hope that everybody can get something out of this. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. All right. Everyone have a good day. Bye. Bye.